0: here to Pakistan a few days ago from Germany and inshallah we are just here for a few days and while we were here in this short stay as many of our listeners will know an event like that happened an event that not that it was just spread by the media an event that in of itself was an incredible tragedy a tragedy of the highest magnitude and proportion and that was the unlawful and haram and despicable and dishonorable slaughter of innocent children in a school here in Pakistan in the city of Peshawar, where over 100 children were mercilessly killed by the hands of brutal murderers. But the great tragedy was that this was done by those murderers in the name of Islam. And they, they took Allah Taala's name, And they said Allahu Akbar, why they were slaughtering the children. So before we continue with the program tonight, we wanted that all of our listeners should remember in their heart and make dua, those innocent children who were murdered, victims, they are all Shaheed and all beloved to Allah SWT now. It is the children who survived and the parents of the children who were killed who need especially the du'as of this ummah. And one child, he recently gave this report because the killers were chanting Allahu Akbar. So he said that every time I hear Allah Akbar now, I will always remember this incident. And can you imagine what a heinous crime has been done that the name of Allah SWT? And that this child will obviously listen to azam And in every adhan, obviously, it begins with Allahu Akbar. And instead of him feeling feelings of love for Allah, Allah, yearning for Allah, Allah, wanting to go to Masjid to praise Allah, now every single time for the rest of his life, when he hears this beautiful, special, sacred sentence, Allahu Akbar, he'll be reminded of the heinous crime in which his rest of his friends and classmates were brutally and mercilessly slaughtered around him. It's amazing the level that people have descended to. And this is not the only crime. And there are so many other crimes, but because it is not my practice to speak about such issues on this program, maybe a person is wondering, but there are definitely so many other crimes, whether it's in Palestine, whether in Gaza, whether in Syria, whether in Iraq, whether here in Pakistan or Yemen or many places. But this was such a special circumstance that we felt that even on this program which is dedicated to Tatkiya, we had to make mention of it and especially to request all of the listeners to make special du'as for all the children who survived, that they may still fall in love with Allah and that may Allah Ta'ala protect their hearts from every false ideology, from every false concept of revenge, from every false hatred. And may Allah ta'ala specially select their hearts to become from His truest lovers and from His truest beloveds. And thereby, may Allah ta'ala show to the entire world that every evil that may happen, Allah ta'ala is that being with the power who can still bring forth good from it. Just like when there were some people in Taif and there was an evil that took place in which they attacked Sayyidina Rasulullah but Allah ta'ala brought forth a good from it that very soon that all of the people of life became believers and became strong, steadfast, staunch believers. So we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once again sends his hidayah and sends his nur and sends his guidance and brings forth the good. And Allah subhanahu ta'ala said in Qur'an, إِنَّ اللَّهُ مَا That indeed Allah subhanahu special companionship, an intimate companionship and near and dear friendship is are those people who undergo tragedies and who are tested and tried by Allah in this world, but they don't react. They don't react with anger. They don't react with vengeance. They don't react with accusations, but they have suffered. They remain fast and steadfast. It doesn't mean they do nothing. It means they do nothing outside Sharia. They remain firm and steadfast within the guidelines of deen. They don't act on rashness and anger, but they act and respond in the way that Allah Allah guides them to act and respond. These are known as the Sabirin, the people of Samar. So it's very important that all of us also learn this lesson, that we must all make ourselves from the Sabirin, because in this world right now, and it will only increase to come. There is going to be more and more fitna, more and more test, trial, tribulation, more tragedy and travesty, more warfare and bloodshed, more killing and mayhem. These are the alamah, the signs of the end of coming. Now that end may take centuries to come. That end may take decades to come. Only Allah Ta'ala knows best. But Sayyidina Rasulullah, he sallallahu alaihi told us clearly about certain signs, and those are signs that we witness in this day and age. Sayyidina Rasulullah He saw of One sitting with Sahaba And warning them And cautioning them And telling them That there will come a time When there will be great Haraj And so the Sahaba They asked Nabiye Parim What is this Haraj And the Prophet He said that it means to, The killing and killing Katalo katalo kidal, Killing and killing And killing To paraphrase The general words Of the Prophet That there will be Killing everywhere Every And we have Literally Every single day Every single day there's killing going on in this Ummah. There are different flashpoints in the world. There are unknown places that maybe we don't even know yet. Every single day. Maybe, Allah, it might even be every single hour, I don't know, but every single day, and maybe even every single hour, that's the amount of killing. And then Sayyidina wa sallallahu alayhi wa that one of the signs of the end of time is that the killer will kill without knowing why they're killing. And the one being killed will be killed without knowing for what reason they're being killed. This is also something that we witness in so many places, in so many conflicts. Then the Miyakareen so also said that because there's so much sickness at such a time like this, that there will be people who wake up in the morning with iman and when they pass away at night the iman will have left their heart. So we have to be very careful to make sure that none of us and none of our friends family, colleagues, classmates, teachers, students, employers, ever fall in this fitna. That so we should never let anyone and never let ourselves lose our imam. And that's another meaning of sabr, in the law sabreed, that sabr also means to be strong, to persevere, to have fortitude, to have endurance, to remain strong on your deen, even though there may be some people of deen who do evil things. Even though there may be all types of strange movements arising from within this ummah, that you must be firm on your deen. You must be firm on the deen. You must be firm on the deen that the mufassirin, Muhammad work so hard to share and spread and transmit to us. You must be firm on the deen that the fuqahan, musulin work so hard to explain to us. You must be firm on the deen that the only spread in this ummah that the only Allah put in their hearts and the hearts of others you must be firm and steadfast on the deen. and in Allaha then we will find that Allah Allah's special nearness will be with us and then all the sorrow and sadness and all the grief will go away so this is the teachings of Tazkiyah yes the teaching of Tazkiyah isn't just about a person doing liquor alone in their room teachings of Tazkiyah is about how to purify ourselves and keep ourselves pure from every fitna, every falsehood, every evil, every terror. This is why, actually, there is such a great need, and we personally feel the greatest need of this time is for this path of Tafkiyah. And it's only when people purify themselves of these unlawful feelings of vengeance, and anger, and hatred, and enmity, and animosity, this happens and the unlawful violence will stop. And as long as a person gives in to their anger and vengeance and hostility and hatred, then the unlawful violence will continue. And this is the great teaching of the Sunnah of Nabi Akroni, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that he was that person who eliminated from the hearts of that community on earth, which had the most vengeance, the most blood shooting Arabs of the Arabian Peninsula in the time of Ahliya, before they accepted iman, were notorious that they are people of blood, people of warring, people of feuds, people of disputes, people of revenge, uh, vengeful crimes, blood feuds. This is the number one definition and description of the Arabs globally at that time. Anyone in the world who knew them said this is the most feuding and vengeful people. But Sayyidina Rasulullah, he some sent by Allah Ta'ala with pure Qur'an and the pure nur of his heart. And what did he do? Tazkiyah. Allah Ta'ala will you zakki him and you will purify these people. And Sayyidina His son did exactly that. He purified them of all of the anger, hostility, all of the vengeance, all of the feuding, such that they gave up all of that culture and all of the historians even the atheist historians of islam write this about this period that the arabs were transformed even if they're atheist whatever they don't believe in allah, allah but even that accept the fact that the arabs were transformed entirely by the Deen of islam so what does it mean that means anybody who has true deen in them who has true sunnah in them, they can never be a person of revenge and blood feuding and senseless violence and unlawful violence. So this is why we must go deep into need of Islam. We must go deeper into the sunnah so their hearts get purified from all of these unlawful emotions. So that purification of the heart, that is called taskiyah. So it's now become not just an individual need, but this has become a need for the whole ummah many times people used to think that the souls is just for the individual and they're mistaken and they think the souls can help people but it's politics that will help the ummah or it's conferences that will help the ummah or it's setting up all types of movements and organizations that will help the ummah no tazkiyah helps the individual and it's tazkiyah that will help the ummah that's why Allah told Sayyidina Rasulullah zakki him that you must do Tazkiyah of all of them. You must do Tazkiyah of the whole group. You must do Tazkiyah of the Ummah because the power of Tazkiyah is collective. It will have a collective effort. It will have a collective impact. But this is a great myth and a great slander against Tazkiyah that is just for the individual. And then what people do is they insert every ideology and movement and favorite political party of their own That is the solution for the collective condition of the ummah. No, just exactly the same way that tazkiyah is the solution for the individual condition of an individual believer, tazkiyah is the solution, is the cure for the collective tragedy that is facing this ummah today. This is why Allah tawassir al-Qur'an, that the first function so of beloved ibn Nabi, please, must recite to them, the verses of Revelation. The first and foremost is Quran. First and foremost is kalamullah, kitabullah, wahi, is the word of Allah Santa, speech of Allah Santa. And then second, and second to nothing else other than Quran, we use zikki him is their tazkihah. That is second. And after Quran, it is first, it is second only to Quran. So this path of Tazkiyah, the teachings of Tazkiyah, and actually practically, practically, actively purifying our heart, this is that effort of being that is second to nothing else except it's only second to the revelation of Quran itself, the revelation of Quran itself, not recitation of Quran by us. Tazkiyya is more important than that. The revelation of Quran itself is the only thing that it takes precedence and priority over this effort of tazkiyya. But that's what Allah told about them. When you zakkiyya, then Then you must also teach them the book, and you must also teach them sunnah. So even before they get the deep knowledge of God and sunnah, first you must do their tazkiyya. You must most importantly do their tazkiyya it is does purify their heart. So this is really the crisis. The crisis of the Umba is not political. The crisis of the Umba is not economic. The crisis of the has nothing to do with non-Muslims. It's our own crisis of our own heart. It's our own crisis. And we will find our own solution in our own deed, which is the true path of Tethkia, according to the Qur'an Kareem and the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam As for many people also when they hear these events and I don't know how much of the global listeners or listeners in South Africa are aware of or affected by events but what we have here more locally is a lot of people entering into almost a kind of depression So it's very important to no, inna Inna You cannot let yourself be depressed you cannot say this that oh I couldn't sleep all night and I couldn't even make du'a and I had to force myself to pray fajr because I was so depressed about what happened. No. Yes, you can say I couldn't sleep, so I prayed all night. I couldn't sleep, I tried to dangle all night. That you can say. So any sleeplessness or anything that leads to inaction, remember that is just from the nafs and shaitan. But yes, any feeling of sadness and grief you had, but that grief makes you make dua that grief makes you make tawbah, that grief makes you realize that, Ya Allah, and this is for so many of our listeners, probably all of the listeners, that, Ya Allah, Ya how much have you given me? I have so much comfort, I have so much security, I live in so much safety, when there's so many of my fellow Muslims, Mu'mineen, Mu'minat, male and female believers who are leading lives of torment, leading lives of warfare, afflicted in all all types of ways, and Ya Allah you have given me every comfort, every ease, every grace, every honor, every dignity, and still I'm failing to wake up for thunder, still I'm failing to lower my gaze, still I can't control myself on internet. Still I waste so much time. Still I'm watching movies. So we should make true Toba. We should make truth to Allah that Allah has given us aman. This aman is also an amana of this safety and uh, security. is also a sacred golden trust from Allah A sacred trust from Allah So we have to get serious about our deen. Not lazy in not depressed, no. We have to get serious about our deen and we have to return our hearts to the sunnah of Nabi Yakrit and that is one major aspect of this program Is us How to revive the sunnah Of Sayyidina Rasulullah In our hearts and in our lives This is why Allah SWT said in Qur'an ya wa kunu Although you have iman You must have taqwa And you must join your being with sadikin. What does it mean? You must be with them But you must also look to them This is what our Mashaikh would teach That you must look to them that's who a Sahabi. Sahabi is that person who saw Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What does it mean by see? It doesn't mean just that he saw what Sayyidina Rasulullah sallam looked like. It means he saw how the Prophet lived. He saw the adab and Akhlaq of the Nabiya sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And because he saw that, because he or she observed that, they are better than us. And same thing for Tabin. Tabin was anybody who observed Sahaba. So this is what we have to do in times like this, we must be steadfast and we must strictly observe the ulama and uliya, the real true ulama and true uliyaullah. How do they speak? How do they respond? How do they act? When do they react? We must look and find good models for us to observe. Otherwise we will just end up like any other ordinary person, always on news, watching news shows and analyzing. No. Our deen is not news. We are not CNN. This is no, CNN Islam. Our deen is we look to Allah ta'ala for hidayah. Then we make dua to Allah. Ta'ala. Then we look at the sadiqeen and for hidayah. That's it. So we must become people of sabr, become people of himmah. And this is a very important teaching, even for listeners who may be blessed by Allah ta'ala to live in places where up till now there is relatively... Violence, Less fitnah, less strife. Still, the fitna is spreading. There are areas of the Muslim world which once upon a time were peaceful and now they are war-torn. So that trend could continue. There may be places in community today that are peaceful, tomorrow they will be war-torn. There is all types of senseless, unlawful, haram violence being done by Muslims. There is senseless, haram violence being done to and upon Muslims. So we're living in a tremendous age of fitna. And the only hope is for us to revive the door of the sunnah of the Qadir, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is nothing that can eliminate and protect us from this fitna except for the sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa It was only his sunnah that was able to, he, able to eliminate all fitna from all of the Arabian Peninsula in his time. So we must return to that sunnah, we must become that sunnah, we must share that sunnah, we must spread that sunnah. So for especially those of our listeners who are students of knowledge, or those who are students of zikr, for the salaqeen and the Taliban, Talaba, the students of Islamic knowledge, and for the seekers of the path and seekers on the path of the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, we must become more strong in our ilm and strong in our zikr and strong in our sunnah. We cannot take it easy anymore. We cannot take this lazy attitude anymore. That sometimes I do my zikr, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I study my ilan, sometimes I don't. It's not going to cut it anymore. We live in a time of fitna. Fitna means very simply that yes, everybody stumbles and everybody falls. Fitna means it will be harder to get back up. You see, when you stumble and you fall, then you have to get back up. But fitna means it will be hard for you to get up. And the more and more fitna there is, the harder it will be to get back up. So that means it's more important for us now to become so strong in being that we try not to fall, try not to stumble, try not to slip. We can't afford all those slips that we have. How can it be that students of knowledge and the students of zipper their salah? How can it be that they speak lies? How can it be that they don't control their gaze? How can it be that they don't treat their spouse well? It can't happen anymore. <coughs> if the student said, <coughs> if the student said, if the zikr, keep slipping, keep falling, keep flooding, and when the fitna increases, it will be harder for them to get up. Then you think that who else is there left in the sunnah who can have a chance to be serious about deen? It's ilm and zikr and sunnah that makes a person serious on deen. So especially for those of, you who have been listening to the program more than once for some time you may have heard so many things on the program but it's time to get busy doing it, it's time to get busy becoming it, all the things that we learn from our and Masha'ik we must start practicing it we must start implementing it there's a person who asked why do people light candles the reason people light a candle is that because every bit of light puts out that much more darkness that was the concept of lighting candles so actually the real light is not the candle that is lit by a worldly flame the real light is the noor of iman. the re- real light is the nur of quran, the real light is the noor of sunnah, the real light is the noor of zikr so you have to light these lights in your heart and this ummah is the only one who has that light so all of us in the ummah we must light this flame in our heart it's not acceptable anymore to be too lazy to do it, unable to do it. People say, I want to do zikr, but I can't. I want to study ilm, but I can't. I want to pray that, but I can't. And so many of our listeners, we know this, but so many of our listeners are in this situation. You must take yourself out of this situation. If you're listening to this program, you must listen with the to change, that you want to really do your care. You want to practice everything that you hear. You want to imbibe, and drink, and drown in every single teaching of the Masha'iq and all Allah. You want to feel every single feeling of the Sunnah. You want to feel every single feeling of Qur'an. And build nothing less than such an attitude, nothing less than such an approach is going to cut it anymore. Because we are now entering the times of Fitna. We are already in the time of Fitna. It may trigger for some people, Gaza may trigger this. For some people, Syria might trigger it. For some people, Peshawar might trigger it. For some people, Somalia might trigger it. For some people, something may happen in your life. But you can't wait. You, every one of us has to get turned onto Deen. Every one of us has to be motivated and dynamic on Deen. This is the only solution. When we bring the Deen back into our hearts, and when there are enough hearts in this world that truly follow deen, that's the only way the sunnah will be beaten back. So even though there are 1.2, one and a half billion Muslims in the world, there's very few of them who are truly muttaqeen, lovers of Allah, deep and true followers of sunnah, passionate jalkereen. So we need more people like that. And this effort of pesky has to create such a person. So never let yourself get... Yes, it's natural to feel sorrow and sadness and grief, all of these tragic events, but you must pull yourself out of that grief, not letting your the grief make you fall into depression, or it must motivate you. It must have inspiration for you, that you become strong and steadfast and that you turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Accept this niyyah and intention from us. May He make each and every one of us firm and steadfast on this path of Baskiya May he at least, may we at least eliminate the darkness in us And then we beg Allah Ta'ala to help us in this And Allah Ta'ala is the true Allah Ta'ala says in Quran Allah So we beg that Allah Ta'ala that, Ya Rab, you do this, you have our heart And you put the Noor of Deen in our heart And then you help us eliminate the darkness of the world You help us eliminate the sickness that are in this world May Allah Ta'ala accept this from us fa akhira da that you send your mercy on every afflicted one every war upon one every oppressed one every needy one every poor one every overlooked one that in am we ask that you send your special Noreh Hedaya on their heart send the light of your guidance the light of your mercy, keep them in your protection. Keep them in your sanctity. In a big day we make for especially all the children of all these wars, all the children of all these crimes. Every child who has been bombed, every child who has been bombed by any plane, every child who has been bombed by any drone, any child who has been killed by any bullet. We ask that you have mercy on these children, those who you've taken to you, we know that you've taken them as your beloved Shahada martyrs. But the children who remain alive and torn by these conflicts, plagued by these conflicts, so we ask that you send your special mercy on them, and we ask that you send your special mercy on the children who have recently survived this deadly attack. So we ask that you raise them amongst strong mu'mineen, make them amongst the mutakeen, show the world the power of your hidayah, make from them the greatest lovers of Islam, raise from them the greatest followers of Islam, raise from them the ulama of the century, raise from them the ulama of the century, raise from them the, the salihin muttaqeen of this ummah, I ask that you send your special Rahman Karama on all of the parents of all children victims. I ask that you put a their heart, comfort their heart as only you can. I grant them a blessing in exchange. Grant them your Sajid, grant them your Masih, grant them your Muhammad, grant them your Mahbubiya. Send your special love upon them. I ask that you protect all of the children, all of the men, all of the women, all of this ummah. Keep us all in your head, however, you're in the green, And tonight we make sure, Prophet Yadam, we want to leave every sin, leave every wrestler, leave every false news, leave every foolish news, leave all great extra news. And we want to become people of God people of zikr, people of taqwa, people of faskiyah. Yarub Bikrin, make us strong in our know, deen, that in deen. Firm indeed, make us amongst your lovers and make us amongst your beloved, And mm-hmm. Miracle Hot